good afternoon and welcome to this evidence-based nursing podcast. My name is Dr Helen Noble and I'm a lecturer in health services research at Queen's University Belfast and I'm joined today by Dr Alice Ammerman who is a professor at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and we're going to be discussing today a recent commentary which was concerned with behavioural counselling and how it might improve physiological outcomes in those with cardiovascular risk factors. Good afternoon, Dr. Ammerman. Good afternoon. Firstly, can I ask you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your current position? Yes, I am a professor in the Department of Nutrition, which is in the Gilling School of Global Public Health at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill in the U.S. I also direct the Center for Health Promotion and Disease Prevention. And can you tell me um, a little bit uh, about what we know in relation to the topic that was discussed in the EBN commentary? Well, of course, the article that I discussed in the commentary is essentially a review of the literature regarding, as you mentioned, cardiovascular disease and behavioral interventions related to that. And so it really accumulates the evidence that we currently have about that, and I think it supports what My sense of the literature is as well, which is that we can have an impact on reducing cardiovascular risk factors, but it takes quite a bit of inputs in the way of counseling related to diet and physical activity. And they were able to kind of show that there's a wide range of intensity in terms of interventions that have achieved these outcomes. So I think one Additional thing we need to learn more about is what's the most efficient way to deliver a strong enough intervention to have an impact. Okay. So could you tell me then what the authors of the the study we're discussing, what did they actually do? Well, they did a systematic evidence review, and there's lots of different levels of review that can be done, but they did take a strong methodological approach of reviewing the literature, multiple different search sources that they used, and then used criteria to screen things. And so um, I think they did a a good job of narrowing the articles to the ones with the strongest methods and then reviewing them for their findings. Okay. And so leading on from there, can you tell me a little bit about the strengths and weaknesses of the methods that we used from your perspective? Yes, of course, when you're doing a systematic evidence review, a lot of the weaknesses are sort of beyond your control and that they have to do with what's available through the articles. And I know they mentioned in particular that there was not much about cost or about long-term impacts in terms of the counseling. And sometimes articles that report on behavioral interventions because of the page and word length limitations, it's hard to give adequate details to be able to do the systematic review as thoroughly as one would like. And what do you think then are the main implications for clinical practice from this study? I think it supports other more individual studies that have shown that, especially in the clinician office, that it's not very likely that you can deliver the depth and intensity of an intervention that's required to actually achieve change. So that means that clinicians need to collaborate with public health service delivery people and with community partners who may be working on improving the environment, like creating walking trails and things like that, so that it needs to be a broad uh, combined clinical and public health approach to really have an impact. And one final message that our listeners could take from this research? 
Well, I guess building on that last point is just that these interventions require ongoing and intensive input in terms of helping people make some very difficult lifestyle changes that need to continue into the future. And so just a few classes or counseling sessions will will not be enough. Uh, They can certainly get things started, but there's a need to collaborate broadly to create a a healthy environment for uh, Mm -hmm. people going forward. Okay, so no easy answers. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, and we look forward to reading more about your work in the future.